Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, the Novel Universe podcast with your hosts, Dawn and Ashley. And today it is time for the, uh, what's that song? It's the most wonderful time of the year. And that's much bashing and loving of books. <laughs> pretty much. Um, it's everyone's time of the year. At the end of the year, everyone loves to give their tops and bottoms of what they read for 2022. And that is what we will be doing today. We are going to do our top five books of the podcast. That's what we're going to start with. And each week, we will have a different podcast of our tops and bottoms. But today is the top five of the pod. Now, disclaimer. We only read like 13 books this year. So these are the top books we read for the pod. Not the best that we read personally. So just keep that in mind. We're, we're not like, oh my God, this book is the best of the year. It's the best that we read for the pod. All right, let's just jump on in with number five. We gave the fifth spot to Gallant by V.E. Schwab. I mm-hmm. cannot remember what I rated these books. I think I gave this a four on the pod. I don't know. I think I gave this one a five personally. Like really? It was like a four, seven, five, five. Wow. Yeah. And I think it was just because, like, you have to read this book and look at the pictures. Like, it's not one that you can just listen to. There's some books that we read that has, like, an illustrator, like, partnered with them. And it really helps drive this book. So it's like if you're listening to it, I don't think you're going to get the same exact uh, experience if you don't read it. This one was interesting because it's about a girl who's, like, a part of this, like, family line but she's like half like dead but not <laughs> it's like a whole mystery um series and we actually i don't know it's it's unlike something we've ever read before which we schwab does a great job of yeah giving you something i also oh, forgot wow. to mention that you can hear our full reviews for all these books in other podcasts so we're not going to really go too much into them because we already did that but yes, uh, Gallant is about shadow magic. So if you're into shadow magic, dark magic, a lot of people did not like this book. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Like, I, it, it, it's not my favorite of her books by any means. Mm-hmm. I, there are several books I like far more better than this one. However, I did like the main character a lot. I did like, excuse me. I did, I did like her shadow magic storytelling. I I wanted a little bit more from the main villain, but I did like it. I did like the audiobook is really good. So if you do listen to the audiobook, also, like Ashley says, have the the book with you because there are pictures. But I I really enjoyed the audiobook. It like made me tear up and maybe stop and really pay attention. Like it was a really good audiobook. So we liked it. A lot of people didn't, but we did. And it's more middle grade too. It's not YA. Oh, it is middle grade so keep that in mind (laughs) it is for a young it is for like ages 12 to 8 it's not for high school so if you're reading it and you're like this is for dum-dums or something i don't know then (laughs) it's because it's for a younger kid 
Just so you're aware. Yeah. <laughs> that was our fifth spot. Our fourth spot, we had Verity by Colleen Hoover. And before you guys start, hold on. This was Don and I's first Colleen Hoover experience. Come to find out that this was her first mystery book. This was not a romance novel that she's like known for. This was something completely out of the ordinary that her publishers basically told her not to do it. And she's like, I want to do it. Like, this is the type of storytelling that I want to tell. And that was, of course, our first experience of Colleen Hoover, a little bit of mystery, a little bit of whodunit, a little bit of crazy, psychotic uh, main character who, you know, fakes her own coma. But did she really do it? Like, did her husband help fake the coma to, like, run away and get out of this marriage? Like, it's a whole thing. Um... But one of the things that I really liked about this book was the fact that, like, our main protagonist is brought in to be, like, a secondary writer for Verity herself. Um, and she's, you know, on the brink of basically having no money and gets, like, signed on to this big old contract. And it's, like, a whole hell of a lot of crazy that she gets, like, <laughs> signed up into. Um but yeah, I was still asking questions at the end of this book, personally. I was like, was it, was it, was it that? Or did this happen? I don't know. Like, I think the, the that the author does actually tell you, like, which way you're supposed to go with the ending. But it's great to find out. Yeah. I went into this totally expecting to hate it. Because although I suffer from FOMO, I'm also, I I don't always, especially with the books, whatever is what's happening, what's popping and what's what what all the kids are reading. I'm usually like, yeah, it's probably bullshit because mm -hmm. I feel like I, I I'm a more of a critical reader and not so much of a fluff reader, at least in enjoyment. And so I just assumed that all Colleen Hoover books were just fluffy romance and I was just going to hate it. And why am I wasting my time? But you know, we got to do it for the pod. But I enjoyed it. I was like, even, I mean, from page one, I was like, okay, she's actually a pretty good writer. I was, I feel bad that I was kind of poo-pooing her before I even started the book. <laughs> but this was like, Ashley's pick for that, that month. This was Ashley's pick. She's like, I don't know if I want to do that, but everyone's reading it. <laughs> but you know how these book talk books go. You're like, ugh. It's just... Everyone's just in a cult, whatever. They're just all drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm not about to drink that Kool-Aid. But I did it. I'm not going to read any of her other stuff because I'm just not a romance reader. But I enjoyed the mystery. I enjoyed the characters. I was shocked. I did not know what this book was about. I didn't know what to expect. Was it a Lifetime movie? Yes, but I like Lifetime movies. I enjoyed it a lot. If she were to write another mystery, I would totally read it. Oh, I won't read her romance, but I would totally yeah. read it. I don't. I don't know if I even want to venture out into her romance books because I enjoy the mystery ones so much that I'm like, I don't want to ruin it. Like I don't yeah. want to ruin it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Her credibility there. All, All right. right. Number three. Number three is All My Rage by Saba Tahir, which won the National Book Award a couple of days ago. If you do not know the NBA or the National Book Award is a huge honor. It is probably one of the most prestigious literary honors that one can get. And mm -hmm. she won it. 
I was not shocked that she won it. Um, it was a really good book. It's about it's it's different from Saba. Uh, she's only written one other series. I was Ember and Ashes series, and it is fantasy. So for her to go from fantasy to contemporary and to actually something so heavy was like, whoa, you know, where did this come from? But it's about two young South Asian first generation immigrants. I never say if I, I don't ever know if I say that right. But their parents were immigrants. They are first generation Americans, I believe. I don't nope, 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 not everyone. Somebody was born in Pakistan. So, yeah. uh, but one of them is first generation American. And it is about grief, uh, trauma. It is very, very heavy, very triggering themes. But it was beautifully written as Saba is a beautiful writer. It's very honest and something totally different than what we normally see from books that are about South Asian teens. And even as like a YA book, because this is like put out there as being young adult, there are some extremely heavy topics that even Don and I discussed in the podcast when we did this pod on this book, um, that teens are experiencing stuff like this every single day. And, you know, she just goes there and her vulnerability really shows through with her writing with this. And I think that's why... This was probably one of my favorite books by her is because she touches on topics that no one wants to talk about and yeah. she's coming from a place of actual experience versus just like oh this would probably be a good touch point no like this is like you can tell she has experience in you know just everything that was happening because there is you it's about you know family love forgiveness it's also about like loss and like being in poverty and being misunderstood for your race and like just really living that whole entire mentality. And so the title of this book, All My Rage, is not what I expected when, when you opened it because we're so used to her being a fantasy writer that when you were reading it, it's just like, I just you just feel all those emotions. Like you can empathize with her and like if the characters are you know, raging through something, you're just like, I'm there, I totally understand. Um, but I just, I love when a book, like, emits a, a feelings like that, because I feel like it's actually good writing, because I'm interested in what the outcome is of these characters. You get invested in them. Mm-hmm. And she kept them small, too. The amount of characters that were in there, she kept them real tight-knit. There's just a few. Bless her soul, because, <laughs> yeah. We all know how fantasy worlds go. Yeah. <laughs> So that was our number three. And let's see, number two spot, we have The Bone Shard Daughter by Andrea Stewart, which this was one that I convinced Don to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, only because I kept seeing it everywhere. And this particular book, let me just say, like, it's it's definitely adult fantasy. It is heavily um, plot and world driven book like so you gotta buckle in heavy you know to understand what's going on but it's it's just done super well um there's different characters um that kind of go through there's magic and then there's people that don't have magic and then there's whole like bone shard magic which is a whole entire process it's like almost like a tide they're taking from these people in order to have like these construct armies 
that are ruling their city but it's like if you take away the constructs like how many people are actually real how many people are actually a construct like it's a whole big world it, it was done really well and we read book two well Dawn DNF'd book two but Ashley read book two but book I did. one book three. Oh, <laughs> look at you a book see how it <laughs> I didn't care for the character development in book one but her world was great I it was a world that I had never read before and I read a lot of fantasy uh, and I've been reading fantasy for a long time and it takes a lot mm-hmm. it takes a <laughs> lot to sh- not necessarily shock me but to show me something different every once in a while I will get something different and I got something different with this world I really like the world and that's what compelled me to keep going but uh, if you like a world-driven fantasy, then, uh, yeah, highly recommend this series. You probably really, really like it. Buckle in. This yeah. is not a weekend read, though, so just be prepared. It's not a weekend read. No. <laughs> okay. And our number one spot for 2022, drum roll. Probably no surprise is Atlas Six by Olivia Blake, <laughs> and I made mm-hmm. Ashley read this one. She did. I was like, "Don, are you kidding me? We're gonna read." <laughs> but it's a TikTok sensation. We had to. It is. It is their first book too, isn't it? Huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is her like debut book. Um, out of the, it's it's kind of like this whole. It's not, and I don't even want to compare it to Hogwarts because it's not, like, but it is, like, a school type of thing where you get selected to be a part of this, like, membership society where it's, but your powers are, like, helping aid those who, you know, for for the better good, if you will. It's more for knowledge purposes. It's not really like they're going out and battling people or whatever. Like, it's a whole secret society of power. Um, and it's real trippy. It's real trippy too. How they, you know, they have certain events that that occur that really like help you kind of dive into these characters' like brain and like if they are actually working together. Because it it almost sounds like at the beginning that one person is going to be like cut off. It's like, but they don't know who that is, and so it's like they're like trying to find the weak link, but yet each of them are completely out of this world just ma- magical in their own way and it's like each of their powers would be beneficial to the society and whatever but it was a mind trip yeah and it was great i was there for it <laughs> it is it is a lot of like physics quantum physics in particular i believe mm-hmm. but don't let that scare you uh, it is incredibly character driven. So if you like plot, you're not gonna like this book at all. It's it's heavily character driven, and there's a lot of conversation and standing around and talking and discussing and talking and discussing, and it's pretentious. And I really enjoyed it because it's different. Once again. When you read a lot of fantasy, this is, I would consider this more science fiction, but when you read a lot of fantasy yeah. science fiction, it tends to be repetitive. And when you find something new, it's like, hold on for dear life. And this is totally something different. I've never read anything like this before. And I was here for it. 
And I think yeah. I gave it a very high score. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was not prepared for it because it actually is definitely more of like, I love a good mix between a plot and character development. Sometimes even more so like the plot point for me. And so this, I was like, I'm standing in a room again. We're back in the library. You know, <laughs> but, but just, just hold tight. Hold tight. Don't let it like dissuade you in any capacity because it is just, it, it, it is just like a psychological like mind trip. It really is. Like you're just like, okay, so are they really evil or are they like here for everybody or what's going on? Is this person going to spontaneously combust? I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's in there, but it's really good. Yeah. Very good. Loved it. 100% loved it. So. It's a TikTok sensation a TikTok for sensation. a reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, we hope you guys will show us what your top five books are of the year. Because, I mean, come on. Anyone can read five books that are year. I can understand ten being a little rough, but five, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to hear what your five top five books are of the year. Um we will continue to uh, share our thoughts and how we feel about books with you guys. So thanks for joining us. Yep. Our next podcast will be our personal top five. And then we will eventually go into our bottom five because we all know that's what you want to hear anyway. You don't care about the top. You want to hear what we hated. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, Don and I bash books real well. Yeah. Real, well, we real good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our top five of the pod and we will catch you in the next podcast. Bye.